0: And we continue to follow the developing storyline from overseas. Ukraine's president says the country has now cut diplomatic ties with Russia after its attack. G7 leaders are set to gather at about 9 o'clock Eastern time. We'll hear from President Biden at about noon Eastern time. Continuing live team coverage, Fox's Simon Owen overseas with us this morning. Uh, What ultimately is going to be the European and world response immediately?
1: Well, it's fairly clear-cut. What we're seeing from European leaders is expressions of outrage, promises of unprecedented sanctions in the next few hours, and nobody is offering to move in militarily and defend ukraine that's the line that the us and europe have stuck to throughout this that they will help ukraine with weapons they'll in some cases they will uh, line up sanctions to try and in the british prime minister's words hobble the russian economy but That's the extent of it. And President Putin has seemingly calculated that he is willing to take whatever economic hit the West might be able to line up. So some of the reaction we've just had in the past few minutes, Germany's Chancellor said this is Putin's war. He said it's an unjustifiable invasion. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said it's a hideous, barbaric attack and a venture that must fail. And the European Union, speaking for the 27 countries across the the EU said that these are some of Europe's darkest hours since World War Two. And that is the kind of horror that Europe is looking at this morning because Europe hasn't seen anything like this since that conflict. This is the biggest attack by one European country against another since World War Two.
0: And so no one promises to move in militarily and defend Ukraine. How long can they stand?
1: Well, big question. I mean, it depends what what the the attack looks like. I mean, one thing that the Ukrainian leadership is trying to get across this morning is that this is not a limited assault, trying to, say, take control of the various districts of eastern Ukraine that have been held by pro-Russian rebels for years. Ukraine says this is much bigger. Missiles have been falling on cities across the country Um, Russian troops have poured across borders on, on land, Ukraine says, and they say they've been attacked from the sea, that they've been attacked from the north, the east and the south on the ground at sea and in the air. So this is about as bad as the most dire forecasts that the U.S. and others had put out there. So the answer of how long they can stand, I mean, it's going to depend. I mean, what we've seen the Ukrainian president this morning has called on civilians to come forward. He said anyone can have weapons if they want. Come forward and the authorities will hand them out. They are bracing for what could be a desperate and a very bloody insurgency, as well as whatever military clashes might unfold in the days, weeks, months ahead.
0: And as Putin has been preparing for this, is he feeling as though he's sanctioned proof, perhaps?
1: Maybe. Maybe I mean he's certainly been trying because this has been the pattern for the past few years. When he does something the West doesn't like, they hit him with sanctions. And so Russia's, you know, built up national foreign currency reserves. It's brought down its national debt level. All of that can potentially help you. The other calculation is that Western countries have been reluctant to to impose punishments that are going to hit ordinary Russians because they say their quarrels are with the Russian leadership, not the ordinary Russian citizens. So we'll have to see what it is that the EU, the UK, and The U.S. come out with in the next few hours? Do they decide to really hammer Russia's economy? They have the potential to do that, but it's going to come at a cost to Russians, but also there will be some bounce back at home as well.
0: There's a human and a humanitarian side of this as well. How deep might the humanitarian crisis go into Europe, and how are leaders in Britain and elsewhere planning for that?
1: I mean, it could be desperate, it could be awful, it could be a refugee crisis, millions of people needing somewhere. To live. And and that's, you know, I was in Kiev a few weeks ago and and, you know, you can't help thinking now of all those people that I spoke to when I was there and, and people who were, you know, carrying on with normal life, but would admit when you talk to them that they were sad. They were worried. They were thinking about where they might flee if Russia attacked, if they might be, you know, frustrated and angry enough and bold enough to, to try and fight back, even though it's probably going to be a suicide mission up against a heavily armed russian forces you know this is the situation that that ukraine faces and you know kiev the capital it is a vibrant bustling european city it's indistinguishable in many ways from from lots of european capitals and today it's facing the most You know, what you might have said was previously unimaginable horror.
0: As you were just there a couple of weeks ago, and Simon, you you gave a sense for how Ukrainians were addressing this or being prepared for it. We're now seeing the images of people who are flooding the streets to try to get out in their cars. Was it a matter of being unprepared or not expecting that the worst would happen?
1: I mean, maybe. I mean, you have to remember that for the past few weeks, while President Biden has been ringing serious alarm bells, the Ukrainian leadership has been insisting that they didn't see a serious probability of a large scale attack. And, you know, Ukrainians are not sheep. They, they don't necessarily just listen to what their president say. But the message from the authorities there has been calm down. Russia's always been a difficult neighbor, and we don't think it's going to escalate that. The Americans say it will be. So there is this question now. Yeah, I've seen those pictures of of jammed streets as people try and get out of of the cities. And there will be a reckoning for Ukraine's leadership because they have largely brushed off this threat. And it's proving to be a disastrous miscalculation this morning.
0: Fox is Simon Owen with us overseas. I appreciate uh, the context analysis as always, and we'll continue our reporting from uh, obviously uh, throughout Europe and here at uh, uh, at home in Northeast Florida and throughout the United States, as uh, we expect to hear from President Biden around the noon hour or so. We'll have live coverage of that throughout the day. Listen in for updates